Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. For the sake of Marty, Martin Scorsese, you should go see The Irishman at Cinemapolis. I know you hate Ithaca, and I know you don't want to. It's not worth the drive for me to go there. It is worth the drive, because it is art, and you love art. I do love art, but Cody, I also love Cody. not driving Cody, an hour me, and 45 minutes. It, let me put it to you this way. When you're on your deathbed, are you going to think... I want, I, I want you to think... What if you? What if the thought popped in your head of how many Marvel movies you saw in the theater, as opposed to how many Martin Scorsese pictures you saw in the theater? How much Marvel content, I should say? How's that going to make you feel? Fine. I don't know if you know this, but it's a masterpiece. That's what everybody's saying. I'm and actually really surprised everybody loves it as much as they do. I, I kind of am too. It's. It seems so deep cut. Like it seems like it's so niche to me specifically that I'm like shocked that. It's so beloved. But I, that should tell you all you need to know why you should go see it. Listen, I'll think about it. Promise me you'll do it. I can't promise you it's I'll gonna, do that. Just go this weekend. I don't want to go this weekend. You my do. friends are coming up here to play D&D this weekend. Oh my god, you're so lame! No. Okay, no, that does sound like fun. If you, knew how, if you know seeing, how to play d and I'm seeing uh, Beautiful Day Tomorrow. That make me lame? Yes. Why? I'm excited for that movie. It's really good. Is it gonna make me cry? Uh, I got a little just, mist. I got a little just, misty. No, that's a, that'd be a good thing. Yeah, I, I got a little misty. And then... It is kind of yeah, amazing yeah. though. But that's 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 a whole conversation for un otro dia. How are you doing, Cody? I know we've kind of been a long preamble, much of which will get cut out. <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons. Uh. <laughs> We're still talking? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Were we being recorded? Oh, yeah. You know what I like to do that? I like to do a soft roll and get the, get the gears going. Interesting. Get the energy up, and then we're just, boom. Before we know it, boom. There we go. Um, Josh just... is not with us. He is en route to a back-to-back screening of The Irishman, all three and a half hours in the cinemas. So, shout out to him for that. Uh, you're the one I have to convince, Cody, not him, because... All about so. those pictures. What? By the way, we love Josh. Good friend of ours. Fabulous contributor. Part of many a good discussion. But I just want to share some light, shed some light on the group text messages that re- we received from him, saying in which he said that there's no like you there's no, you couldn't do anything to make me go watch a three and a half hour mob movie in the theaters. And like this is the person who saw Endgame multiple times, which is what Cody three hours long yeah but it's not three and a half it's that extra half hour that really it really is it this irishman flies by it feels too it feels barely two and a half it's paced i believe you well there's only one way to find out also another reason why you should go cody is that it's really funny and you don't get how funny it is if you're not in a crowd with a crowd Hmm. and imagine all the olds that'll be there you know Laughing. All the Ithaca olds. Yeah. The worst types of olds, dude. What what do you here here's my hot take. I think that Boomer is not I don't think that's as if we really want to cut deep with the boomers, 
I really think geezer would be a is a better is a more cutting term. Geezer implies to me something like a system shutting down. Like you geese. Ugh, I'm so geese today, you know? Yeah, I mean I guess. Geezer, you think yeah. is worse? I think I I would be more offended if I was called a geezer. I feel like that's no, I, worse than a boomer. I boomer agree. sounds like Boomer Like boom. I always just think of the um the yeah. zombies from Left for Dead when someone says boomer. What what movie is that? It's a game. What what's that? It's a video game. I don't know what that is. Are there any sports in it? Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um I also that, were you? No, I wasn't. Also, since it's the two of us uh and we haven't talked about this specific subject in a while, and it's been a very important week. We getting our fashion talking yet? No, need I the, the time isn't right yet. Also, I forgot what my fashion thing was. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, I, the the one fashion item that I hate more than anything else. Um, impeachment, Cody. Yeah. Going well. For daddy. I, for daddy yeah. specifically. Um, I don't know. I keep seeing on CNN every day that. He is that their star testimony or, or star witness is uh, screwing him over. Screwing who over? The dad. Oh. The father. My oh. Trumbull. Mr. Yeah, Gordon Sondland is the person you're referring to. Yeah, it was quite the day because there were people were talking, and by people were talking, I mean randos were tweeting. Um, that he was going to just go up there and take and plead the fifth all day. And that did not happen. He pretty much laid out everything and, you know, made it, I guess, as easy as possible to cast a vote for impeachment. And that still feels like it's not enough to these people because let me, let me, let me pull the curtain back a little bit, Cody. It'll never be enough. Uh oh. They will. I, it, I think they are too deep. The the Devin Nunezes and the Jim Jordans and the Tom Cottons of the world, they've dug their hole way too deep to climb out of it. They are so committed to backing every single thing that this guy's going to do that, yeah, he'll get impeached in the House. The Senate might hold a trial, a little bit of a trial. Mitch McConnell they'll probably never, kill him halfway run. through. They'll never convict him, though. Mitt Romney's going to whip a few votes from blue state Democrats and then... They're, oh, look at that. There's The primaries are happening, and then there's the election. That's that's how I, I read the situation currently. As a student of history, more like a teacher of history, where do you... That's even you, debatable now. What's your opinion? Um, what's my opinion of it? I don't know. I think it'll go just as well as anybody else's impeachment. Like um, my boy uh, Andrew Johnson. What was he impeached for? Just being a dick? Corruption, I think. Yeah. He gave all of his buddies jobs. <laughs> What's that like? Nepotism. It's funny. The good thing is that we don't do that anymore. Especially not hmm. now. Wait a second. <laughs> the funny, thing, the the funniest thing is uh, the greatest irony that kind of lingered over all the, 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 the big testifying today is that gordon sondland's only ambassador because he gave trump like a million dollars is that true <laughs> yeah he gave a hundred dollars hundred or not a hundred sorry a million dollars to his like inaugural committee 
and it's like we're investigating corruption from a guy who got to his, where he is because of corruption. Oof. <laughs> it's the most American thing ever. And then people are like, yeah, so what, the whistleblower? It's like, yeah, he was he was right. We found out that he was right. Like, and you're like, oh, he's a deep state guy. It's like, no. He's just a guy who said, hey, this thing's happening. And then 900 other people said, hey, this thing is happening. <laughs> it's so stupid, Cody. It is what it is. Listen, we're almost done. What do you think? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? He's not getting elected again. Well, don't say that. I kind of agree with you, but don't say that. Well, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. I, I don't think that that'll happen. I don't. Know. I don't think we really need to worry about it that much. I don't know. I think white people do things. You know, as white people, we can attest that they do some strange things, like coasters. White people thought of that. They made that a thing, and they get upset by it. Coasters, man. Who cares if there's a ring are per- on the coffee are, table? I mean, people, if you spend a lot of money on your coffee table... I, I know, but why do, we, why do we spend money on things and then don't let them become things? Like, we don't we don't buy a car and be like, oh, we can't drive the car. We don't want to... We, we, it's new. We want to keep it in great condition. It's like, no, you buy stuff so you can use it. You get a coffee table so you can use it. Yeah, there's going to be some ring stains around it because you put a glass down. You want to know what that's called, Cody? It's called life. Life has happened in that coffee table. It's an interesting take, Mason. Thank you. We just people do such dumb stuff. I don't know. I'm really worked up about coffee tables today. I don't know if you can tell. I guess. When was the last time you saw somebody put a cup of coffee on a coffee table? They're more book tables. They're more like remote this tables. Morning. I don't know. I mean, yeah, people do it every day. It's a fucking myth. That's what it is. But how it's are you? Not, I've seen it happen. No. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. You're good? How's life yeah. treating the old codester? It's fine. It's fine. It's happening. It's happening? That's good to hear. Are you excited it for the holidays? Really sure. Wait. You looking forward to anything from Santa? Not really. I don't believe in uh, capitalism anymore, so... Oh, really? What do you believe in? No, I'm just kidding. I absolutely do. Oh. I, I want to hear something shocking. Yeah. I believe in capitalism. That actually is pretty shocking. I know. But I also believe that capitalism can only be a force for good when used to achieve good. Interesting thought. Capitalism for capitalism's sake is bad. Capitalism for the betterment of humanity's sake is good. Hmm. Eat the rich is what I'm trying to say. Um, no, I sent my list to Santa this year. Uh... I can pretty much guarantee that if whatever context you want to put the term nerdy into and definition you want to give it, I think no matter what one you drew up, I think I'd win because I think Santa is going to be delivering me the current four available illustrated editions of Harry Potter and like an eight, I think an 80th anniversary, like definitive enormous book about Batman. So boom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the history. The Harry Potter that. one isn't, but why isn't the Harry Potter one? Harry Potter's lame, dude. Dude, what? Dude, Harry Potter's lame. Hell, what's your? Where's your evidence? I th- I read it. Where? At school. Oh shit. On my own, I read it to kids. You read you read Harry Potter to children. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. You can call them children. They're all pretty old. But you still oh okay. That's an interesting thing that happened. It did happen. It did. It did. How how are you feeling about Baby Yoda? Do you want to wait until watching and listening to to talk about that? I love him. He's so cute. Does he have powers yet? Did you haven't watched the show? No. Why would I watch it? No. Yeah. No. Why? Because I don't care. <laughs> Why? I don't give a shit. It's I don't I don't want to watch it. Why not? Because I don't want to watch it. But you're not telling me why you don't want to watch it. Because it doesn't interest me. But you just asked me about Baby Yoda. Yeah, because I want to know. I don't want to know for my. I don't want to find out for myself. I don't care no enough sense. to. I don't care As enough person, to watch. You make no sense. It's just so weird. You're so odd. <laughs> I just don't want to watch a Star Wars show, but I want to know about Baby Yoda. I'm not gonna tell you about him. Fine, I'll look it up somewhere else. I don't need you. It's the I worst. Act, I, was act, I was asking you out of a courtesy. But he's so cute. He's 50, isn't he? Yeah. Can he talk yet? No. I don't know. Can he do stuff? He hasn't talked yet. Can he do stuff? Yeah. Oh, cool. What's the name of his race? I don't know. Fuck. Why Are they going to say? I don't know. Oh. Do you do you want them to, say, to name it? No. Is it Yoda? What happens I to don't... it by the time the trilogy starts? Which trilogy? The new one? Is that when this takes place? It takes place between, yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, Cody. Too many questions. I haven't watched it. I'm just, I'm watching it right I'm, now. I actually don't know. How many episodes in is it? Is it just the two? It's just two right now. Friday, um, changes. Uh, it goes to three. Nice. Mm-hmm. They do a weekly, they do a weekly, which you like. I do. But I do. I also recognize that, uh, as much as I love Watchmen, it's already starting to like. Oh, I gotta remember to watch that, and it's kind of bumming me out. Uh, it's already a bad show. You mean? No, no, no. It's a really good show. I just have Dude, to. It looks so bad. I, I, I watched like half of an episode. Like, I couldn't even finish the first episode. Right. It's too woke. I hate it. Wait, wait what is? Watchmen. Oh, it gets a lot less woke. It is not like there's hardly you. any wokeness going on right now. It is like, yeah, I didn't like I I didn't like not. I, first of all, in the first episode, I didn't understand it. I couldn't really tell what they were trying to say. Uh, like that, I didn't. I couldn't tell if it was like pro or anti cop or what it was about. But um, I kind of forgot about it, and sort of so did the show. By the time the second episode came around, and then from it, and then it sort of just became about Jeremy Irons doing weird shit. And He's playing Ozymandias, right? Yeah. Or what did you call him the other day that was really funny and kind of cringy? Adrian Vite? No, somebody called him by the wrong name. No, it wasn't me. I know his name. I think it was you. I like Watch. No. Oh, I said... <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I said... Yeah, Oz- you said Ozymandias weird. I, said... <laughs> I remember what I said. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> You're going to yell at me? No, can you tell me, please? <laughs> Ozymandias. Yeah, fucking weirdo. <laughs> I, I, I never said it out loud before. I've, always, I've only read it. Or maybe I, I actually probably had, but nobody We've, corrected me. Ozymandias. I, I, I know we read it in um, 
high school. I didn't read. At least in, high in my school. class, we did. I didn't. Lucky you guys. That's a good. It's a fun one. Um. Yeah. Ozymandias is the best. <laughs> the worst. L- much love for Ozymandias. Um. Ozymandias. Oh. Any, let's see, what else is going on? Star Wars, uh, Mandalorian's happening. Episode 9 is just a little ways away. According to Josh's well-placed sources, a.k.a. Kathleen Kennedy, they're doing some big, like, unveiling in January to talk about the future of Star Wars post-9, so that could be fun. Uh, you think Rain Johnson's thing's going to happen? <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe. I hope so. Hope so? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Oh, gross. Saw a Tulsi banner on MSNBC. Hell yeah. Go Tulsi. No, she sucks. Oh. She sucks. I don't think so. Hawaii deserves better, but, um... Well, then, I think we should move on. Turn the clock back. Head back to the 1940s where things were simple and also awful. And talk about... Worse. I would say worse. <clears throat> well, yeah, there was a lot... We didn't have TikTok in the 1940s, so yeah, technically it was worse. Tic- Dude, I love TikTok. I know. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances why Vine ever shut down, but whatever happened, it's stupid because we need these this kind of content in our lives. And TikTok is, like, so much better. I'm almost happy it happened. Yeah, I guess it did. TikTok teens are the funniest. But anyways, I don't know how we got some Nazis to TikTok, but whatever. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, let's do it. Of course you can. When I was your age, I had an imaginary friend. Got me in so much trouble. Kids, it's time to burn some books. You're growing up too fast. Ten-year-olds shouldn't be celebrating war and talking politics. Hitler. I wish more of our young boys had your blind fanaticism. <laughs> Did you know Jews can read each other's minds? But how would you know if you saw one? They could look just like us. Hi. So, Cody. You know what I Jojo mean? Rabbit. Good movie yes. or bad movie? Good movie. Good movie. Good, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Movie content film. Um. Picture. It straddles movie and film. I'd say hmm. closer to film. I think I'm gonna. I'm. I know we usually try to save this to the end. If I, that is, if I remember to do it. But I think this is a film. Yeah. I do. I, I, I agree that it, it does certainly straddle. The line. And it's not a film like The Lighthouse is a film. Lighthouse is for oh, sure. That's the filmiest film ever, dude. That's VEV a film. Uh, but this, I feel like you have to do a lot of, not a lot of, but more mental kind of eh, legwork, I suppose, than usual to like figure it out and like to really get what it's trying to say and what it's trying to do. Uh, you really think so? Which we'll get to. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll start there. Yeah, like, if you take this at surface level, I think it's it works as kind of a s- silly comedy, maybe without being too, I guess, sensitive, I suppose. And that's just looking at it without thinking about it at all. It's like, oh, yeah, this is funny. It kind of it doesn't handle its themes particularly well. It deals with some heavy stuff in too lighthearted of a manner. 
that's just looking at it completely surface level. But you kind of have to get about two, three, maybe four layers deep of, I guess, rounds of just stewing about it to really get what it's going for. And I don't know. I don't feel like most people, when they go to see this, will put in the time to get to those few levels. Okay, and... So I guess I'm I'm wondering if yeah. you think that people are going to come off of this movie thinking that Taika Waititi is a Nazi. No. No. But I do think people are going to come out with it saying, uh, I don't think he understands. I think he's treating Nazis too affectionately. Oh, uh, you see, No. I don't think that's true. I mean, okay, some people might think that because they want to be Nazis, but I think that he. I I can't think of a smart Nazi in that whole movie. I'm not saying smart. I'm, but I'm not s- even. But they treat them all like morons, and it's not affectionate. He's making fun of them. Okay, two examples jump out to mind. Uh, Sam Rockwell's character and JoJo's obviously JoJo, and then JoJo's friend. Okay, I think the only one you can make an, an argument for is JoJo's friend, mm-hmm. which is because he's a cutie pie. He's so adorable. By the but... way, one of my one of the top theater experiences I've had in a while, uh, <laughs> which uh, when I went to see it, I went to see it with a friend, and uh, she was to the right of me, and then there were a few girls to the right of her, and then there were two girls to my left, and like the entire movie, pretty much, whenever you saw JoJo's friend... And maybe half the time with JoJo, girls were just like, oh, and like just like ovaries were bursting on mass around me. They were just they like want kids because <laughs> that kid is so cute with like he's all he's like a little chunky and he's got that like lisp or whatever and those big glasses and the accent. Oh, my Pretty God. Pretty good actor, too, which is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. These. Yeah. He's, well, all he's the child. Good. All the children were pretty good in this movie, actually. Yeah. Very into the children. Right, Cody? Hmm, I would phrase that differently, <laughs> but... <laughs> I need I need to take the bait on that. Um, but, uh, what were we saying? Yeah, no, I mean, I think Sam Worthington's character was good, good-natured. Sam Rockwell? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam Worthington's not a person anymore. I think... I don't know if you, since you're really get, uh, you're really bad at picking up gay subtext. <laughs> I, I think you might I have missed something. I still stand by. I still stand by my, by my interpretation. Of what, what movie we're talking of, about? Of, of it. Yeah. I don't think no. it was there. It was there. I don't think they said it was there. I showed you the article. Objectively, it wasn't present. It was objectively, it was present. I don't. Whatever. Agree to disagree. No, <laughs> but you're you're you you felt that they were doing something similar here. Yeah, he was totally gay with uh, Theon Greyjoy or um, Alfie Allen, whoever. Wait, why'd you call him Greyjoy? Because he's in Game of Thrones. Of course, he. Oh my God, who is in Game? He of plays. Thrones? He plays uh, Theon in Game of Thrones. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see that either, but. Yeah, that one was actually subtle, unlike in... Um, they're just friends. It. No, they're not. They're just friends. They're like, it's not. It's fine if they are. I just don't think... I think they're just friends, man. I'm going to tell you... I'll, I'll tell you what scene uh-huh. really stuck out. When they hugged? It, not even... Did they hug? Yeah, a couple times. There was actually. a scene where <laughs> he... Sam Rockwell yells at him, at Alfie Allen. 
Mm-hmm. And then he goes and he apologizes to him after. He's like, "Listen, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I said all I said that stuff. I had to do do whatever." They give each other the gayest look I've ever seen in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's subtle, and that's why Sam Rockwell helps him out later in the movie, because he's a secret homosexual. Sam Rockwell is? Yeah. Not, see... not Sam Rockwell, but his character. What? Where are you seeing these things? I'm telling you, I was not the only person that saw it. Yeah, you are. Because no, of, of the two of us, you're the only person that saw okay, it. Okay, so half of us saw it. Well, less than half. I don't know. Half. <laughs> Fuck, you got me there. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Is there any? Are there any other gay things I missed? Like, was calling you by your name gay? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> um, Moonlight. What? Did you know that that one was actually kind of gay? Wait, what? There was a little bit of gay in there. No, no. I I picked up that. Well, they well, they kissed in that one, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Wait, you're not being serious about calling me by your name, right? No. Okay. They straight up did the gay there. <laughs> did the gay there? But it's it's Army Hammer, so I don't know. I don't even think you have to be gay to wanna to wanna you know shack up. That's with Army a fair Hammer. assessment, actually. He's, you know, there's not much he couldn't do. Let's just say Army Hammer. Um, he was the Lone Ranger, just so you know. He was the Lone Ranger. I knew that. Classic, classic 2010s film. Um, God, such a stupid. Let's make the Lone Ranger. Oh, come on. Let's <laughs> make Johnny Depp Tonto. Yeah. That that part I'm fine with. Um sort of. Uh, uh so okay, so let's get back to what we we're talking about about here. What Tyka's kinda doing. Um See that I guess that might be my biggest sort of complaint, I guess, that it is the messaging does feel a little bit odd. That it does have these like heroic archetypes, and that it sort of puts on Sam uh, Rockwell's character, especially about how he saves JoJo at the end, and you know, most mostly mostly even relating to that because throughout the movie he's kind of a dick. Uh, that I guess even speaking for myself, kind of like I don't know. I I thought like God, I don't really know what you're trying to accomplish here because at the end of the day, this guy's got the badge on his arm and he's got this you know, special Nazi uniform, and he's, like, a terrible person. Yeah, but he's also an idiot. Yeah. But he's, no, but he's also shown as being heroic at the very end, and whereas they're having some heroic tendencies when he saves Jojo from being, you know, uh... Killed. What's it it called when they line him up and shoot him? Firing squad. Yeah, firing... Executed. Executed via firing squad. So like the last thing he does is like this good thing and like I don't know I know the new there's nuance that the adage of like I think of, he, he a lot of people be... were just following orders but I really don't think and that's that's icky in ten thousand different ways but I don't I don't think he make this and gives a character like that a good arc like what they did with Hitler was cool I like how they handled that and we're gonna get into that in a bit but. Sam Rockwell's character, having him going out on a good note, just felt a little gross to me when I felt like that last 20 minutes was kind of the fairy tale coming crashing down around JoJo. And the whole movie is kind of is that process of him coming, like waking up pretty much and realizing mm-hmm. what he's doing and the things that he believes and how wrong they are. 
So for the yeah, for Nazis the, are bad. For the father figure to him and one of the characters who we spend the most time with and get to know the most to also be a Nazi and also whose final act is a heroic one. I I didn't care for that. Cuz Nazis are bad people. And people who yes. like Nazis are bad people. And people who identify and think Nazis had some good going are bad people. <laughs> So when you try to do somebody that's objectively not a good person and give them a, a nice little arc at the end of it where he saves the kid, felt a little gross, not going to lie. I don't know. I disagree. I kind of think you missed the point. What was the point then? I think you missed on the subtext. I don't think he was... No, I think he they, they did fine on him. Well, he fought, well, Saini, the, he fought for what? Hitler until the very end, so it's not like he gave up. He was still fighting for the cause of Nazis. Was he? Yeah. Or at that point, was he just fighting not to get fucking killed? Still, he was fighting. He was in. The, he put the uniform on. He was fighting against people who were trying to stop Nazis, so yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like... Like I guess I I can see why Tyke where Tyke maybe was trying to do play around with the notion of you know people who are just doing their jobs, which like I said before is just so like ICE agents are people just doing their jobs and they're pretty much just overall scumbags. And that, I no, I'm not I, I don't agree with you. Okay, well you're wrong. That's just such a that's a bad take, dude. I I can't I, stand people who are anti-police. We should talk sometime, Cody. I can't. I got some just, things for you to read. It's just such a bad take to have. I'm anti-abusive power. Well, that's fine. And Everybody I mean. should be anti-abusive power, but if you think every cop in the world is like that, then you're a moron. Okay. I don't believe that, but I do I'm think... I'm not saying you do. I do think... I'm saying that do, people who do... I know. I do, but I do think that, that the entire network of, especially in this country, of police officers is so poisoned that it's that I kind of I, instead of the benefit of the doubt I give them the benefit of whatever the opposite of that phrase is where it's like yeah cuz like Cody let's I can think of one example of somebody I knew and went to high school with that went on to be a cop that is might be one of the 10 dumbest people I've ever met in my life and the fact that he's a cop keeps me up at night and makes me kind of raise an eyebrow at pretty much every cop cuz like if you can take that guy God, what what other kind of person are you taking into your ranks and giving? I, I too think much power? we should we should stop talking about this, Mason. Okay, I'm just I know. I think, <laughs> I think you know. I don't. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like your um. My methodology. Your here. Okay. I don't like it. I All think right. it's a really bad take you have here. Anyways, like you I, do know, one of my best friends is a police officer, right? I know. I know. I, I'm aware of that. I'm just like I said. It's it all feels like fruit from the poisonous tree for me sometimes. Um. But you know, you other than the person, you know, I'm sure you know a couple people off the top of your head. Maybe even the person I'm talking about, which isn't the same as your person, that is a cop and maybe shouldn't be. I don't know. I just don't think it's fair to judge an entire uh, career people choose just because there's a couple of people who are not so great. I think it's. I th- I think we it's we need to get beyond the notion that's a couple people. I think for every ten. Well, you think it's fair to say that all all of them are like that? No, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's enough that are like that that makes me suspicious of all of them. Okay, and listen, I just I don't think a society can uh, 
run without a police officer. I'm not. I don't without police I, officers. So, hey, you have you have your opinion. You have my opinion. I respect police. That's just where I'm at. <laughs> I would definitely like to continue this conversation, though. I feel like we could get some some interesting places following that route, but we will not do that today. Let's continue with something <laughs> less controversial and talk uh, about Nazis. Exactly. Let's let's get into the Nazis. Which somehow is both less and more controversial these days. Um, oh gosh. Also, you just eh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's fine. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, like, and then this isn't everybody, but like, it's this story's popped up enough of like the peep of like cops who like put Punisher stickers on their vans. Like, uh, like I've seen those enough, and like the. It's not all. Come on. Yeah. Other douchebags do that too. I know, but you're a cop. On your official car, you're putting a Punisher sticker. You know, the guy who killed people and didn't care. You're going to have to show me one of those. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'll try to track him down. It shouldn't be too hard. On their official, on their official car. Yeah, and they, fought, and they like had a fit about, keep, about taking them down. I think they won and were able to keep them up. But I do, I do think this is an interesting conversation that I'd like to have with you further. But again, let's let's shift gears, I guess. But overall, my, my main point is that I, I didn't care for how the Sam Rockwell character was uh, was handled, and I guess that's probably where most people who are looking at this saying, "Why do we need to make a movie that shows Nazis at all in a particular in a good light, even if it's a sliver of light?" I can definitely see where they're coming from through that character because I think overall, um, what people are seeing in the you know marketing materials of oh it's this it's a Hitler youth and his imaginary friend Adolf like that's I can't blame people for being put off by that and not seeing it because of that, but um, I do think that watching the movie would not exactly dispel those concerns because there are a couple I nuggets. That I just I all I need mean, I think. All of the Nazis that are portrayed in this movie are morons, including Sam Rockwell. And mm-hmm. morons are creeps. Like, um, God, was that Stephen Merchant? Yeah. Oh, God. He's spooky. <laughs> when he's in the house, he's like six foot eight, and he like goes in the boys' room, and he points at the set poster, and it's like, there he is. <laughs> like, hey. He's not really that tall, is he? No, he is. He's really, really tall. How tall is Stephen Merchant? I think he's 6'8". I, I think he's 6'8". He's 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. All right, close enough. God, what a creepy looking guy. Yeah, he's he was in uh, 2017's Logan. He was. He was that weird guy. I know. He's got. He's going to have a good career. In, he looks kind of like the guy... In Doctor Sleep. Who? The old guy that died. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like Grandpa Fleck, but no, kind of actually. Yeah. Um, he looks like who's the guy? Who's the the antagonist in Solo? The not Woody Harrelson antagonist. Oh, oh uh, Paul Bettany. He kind of looks like him. Right. Like a, a scuffed version of him. Right. God, this guy. Yeah, he's... 44 years old. I Steve Merchant is? He's going to be 45 in like two days. Oh, wow. Good I for him. I want to see more of him. I want to see more of him. 
In movies or just? In real, no, in movies. I just want to hang out with them. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> by the way, for, for all the ness I have with how his character was handled, I actually thought Sam Rockwell was one of the best parts of this. thought he gave a really good, solid Sam Rockwell performance because we're everything you expected. Had some laughs, had some... To be fair, it is fun. It's just it's a he's, he has a role that he likes. Yeah. And that's racist. But I think he's, he said that he was done playing those for a while. <laughs> I hope so. It's <laughs> Sam Rock. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just out of order. He didn't realize he was doing it, and then his racist movies just were put out one after the other. And like, oh, I I thought I spaced these out in my head, but when I shot them, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't mean to be that guy. But I guess whoopsies. Uh, life happened. Um, uh, Taika Waititi also. Speaking of him. Uh, yeah, I thought he was also very, very great. I love how the character is handled as, you know, the, the very last note that they end on, spoilers, where Jojo, like, cartoon, like a cartoon, just kicks him out of the window. <laughs> Seeing him with his, uh, <laughs> um, gunshot wound in his head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I liked how he popped up here and there, and he, you know, he obviously, you know, uh, sort of was along for the ride as far as Jojo Jojo goes, and how Jojo's arc and as a character was so closely tied to him, and just the way that uh, the way that his development was was handled and weaving that into his interactions with Hitler, I thought were just really really well done, and um, you know, a nice little. A nice little X factor sort of through line where this could have worked without it, and I actually think it. I think the the it, this is based on a book, and I'm pretty sure the book was pretty was the movie just without the imaginary friend being Hitler, and then Taika added that. I may be wrong about that one, but I I think that I heard That's it that luck. way. And it it whether it is or isn't, I think it would the movie would work not as well, but it would certainly work well without that character, and. The Without Hitler, it, you mean? Yeah, and the fact that it has it uh, sort of makes it makes it work uh, even better. Um, also, elsewhere in the cast, uh, Roman Griffin Davis as JoJo, I thought was really really good. I I like the other. You think, you think that's a career we should uh, watch? You think he's gonna be in more movies? Um, I think it's hard to tell right now. I don't know. I don't. You can. You really can never tell with kid actors. You know, do, do, first, do they have the talent? Can they sustain it? Do they go down? Do they have good or bad people surrounding them? And, you know, it's... Well, yeah. I'm rooting for this kid. He was great. Oh, yeah, for sure. I root for all child actors uh, and people in general, I guess. Um, Except for cops. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I want, I want to live in a world where I don't have to wonder and by the way just for the record i i've experienced with it when i'm out with uh with my with a friend i have from school hanging out with him i've experienced some firsthand in new york city discrimination and you know the attitudes that change towards me as opposed to my friend and also uh, when that you remember that eric garner guy mm-hmm. who was selling cigarettes and got a chokehold and died sure yeah after that ruling was handed down he was fired like a plethora of New York City cops, like, 
which is pissed off and were like threatening to strike or quit or something. And they actually had to give a statement to their cops saying, we're sorry for firing the guy that killed somebody. And that's in New York city of all places. Yeah. Bad city. Let's move on. I'm sorry. I said anything. Also the whole blue lives matter thing is just ridiculous. It's just, it's oh trying to respond to black lives matter. It's just so disrespectful and so stupid. But anyways, um, yeah, you get that last little thing in there, same. huh? Yeah. Anyways, trying to hijack an actual movement because you don't understand what the people are upset about is peak America. Okay, okay, dude. Your soapbox is getting heavy with your weight. Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you brought it up. I'm just saying. Um, I didn't mean the for second it to time. get this. I did. I'm not yeah. denying that. It's your, it's your Wish fault. Wish I didn't. I know. Um, other likes and dislikes about JoJo. I don't know. All I can think about are cops now. <laughs> um, no, I liked Scarlett Johansson was pretty good. Yeah, I liked um, her. That oh, that reveal at the end, towards the end, with the shoes. <laughs> you know what? What? I didn't see it. Oh my god! What is wrong with you? <laughs> I had to pee. I have never. I have not gone to pee in a movie possibly in like five years what is wrong with you i I have a bad bladder i probably have diabetes um i'm not joking (laughs) i don't know i'm sorry i didn't mean to i'll just wait for it to come out on on the whole media i'll watch it again uh well it was a good scene i bet it was so uh, basically for those who haven't seen it cody his mom was hanged. Yeah. And he, like, for he's around, he's, like, following a butterfly or whatever, and they made his point in some of the scenes uh, of them, like, biking around and hanging out. To, to associate show... butterflies with his mom, right? Or... Well, no, to show her shoes. She has these, oh, like, yeah. bright... Were they red? I think they are red. Probably. I think they were... Yeah, I think they were red. She had these bright red shoes. The camera, like, held on for a little while while she was dancing or, you know, made a point to emphasize, like, hey, you need to know that these... She's got red shoes. And then there's a scene when he's out in the square and he's following a butterfly and it either lands or he ends up in the same shot as his mom's feet from, you know, you can see the red shoes where she's been hanging. And which follows that is the best sequence of the movie, I think, uh, is when Stephen Merchant and all his pals come. And yeah, I did see that, obviously. Ah, that that was like a Tarantino. I mean, that's obviously the big comparison you can make between that is the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards with the people. I don't know. I feel like those are completely different in tone though. The one, I mean, you're right. In content, they're almost exactly the same in tone. I think, I think they're not because they they were trying to be funny with that for the most part. And Jojo or Bastards and Jojo Inglorious Bastards was just pure drama. That was just acting. It was intense, but I feel like, I feel like the 95 Heil Hitlers we heard in. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was a good bit. (laughs) Was a very good, piece. but no, I think those were both really great scenes. Yeah, um, they just they feel like companions almost, and I think they do I like same uh, I like Tarantino's better. Yeah, I think so too. But this one also was v drama to it because Thomas and Mackenzie, her character, who I thought I didn't see her in Leave No Trace, and I didn't honestly I didn't even know she was in this movie, but I thought she was really 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 great in it, and interested to see where she goes from here, um, and. Uh, just her relationship with Jojo and like the letters I thought was a really fun uh, little storytelling technique 
and something I hadn't really seen before, and um, their bond was a little bit what you expected it to be, but they, it, it stayed fresh, mostly because of the whole mother thing. Being there and then later not being there, I thought added a little bit of extra stuff to it, and uh, which by the end, at the end, and you know, recognizing they're a few years apart, did you get more of a in the future a love vibe or a more brother sister vibe? No, brother sister for sure. Hmm. For sure. For sure. But yeah, that scene with especially her... since they said didn't they say that out loud? I think so, yeah. She said that to him, yeah. But if <laughs> if Anakin and Padme in episode one, then... <laughs> you know what episode Do you think two? that's about the same age? Uh, Probably. Yep. That's yeah, pretty much. I think in episode What is the age? Like... Okay, I'm going to do some math here. Okay. Seven plus... Padme's 14, right? Uh-huh. In Phantom Menace. And... Sure. So that's a five-year difference. Exactly. I just, I've been looking it up... Um, been, uh, as I was searching the movie, noticed how young everybody was. Right. First of all, nobody knows when that little boy's birthday is. They said it was before two or between two thousand and seven and two thousand and eight. Oh my god, the fuck! That's terrifying. So he's either eleven or twelve. Nope. Well, wait, what about when right? they shot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she is nineteen right now. Okay. Yeah. So the five-year age difference. Yeah, you're right. If they if they did it in Star Wars, they could do it in here. Let's see my Cold War. Uh... <laughs> Cold War, what? Oh, that'd be a bit too. No. Yeah, that could take place during the Cold War. Oh, the sequel you're talking about? Yeah, not oh, right now. Yeah, okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Mm. Um, but yeah, Thomas McKenzie is good, and I love the little moment. Um, you know, the fir- the sort of the first inkling that uh, there's more to Rockwell's character than meets the eye is when she messes up the birthday and he yeah, gives her, lets her go. Yeah. And why would he let him go if he, no, no. <clears throat> if he was, he's not, he's not a full Nazi, but he because is, because he's a gay man, but he's fighting for Hitler. I don't understand. Let's like... look. Sam Rockwell, Joe, Joe rabbit. Gay. <laughs> Do we have to do this with every movie we talk about to figure out? I think I'm going I... to from now on, just to be. Uh... <laughs> what gay things did Mason miss? Um, oh my gosh. Let's see. I'm going to go to indiewire.com. Uh huh. Because you're, you like them. You'll you listen to what they say. You blow a uh, Iron Wreck, Argon Gretch, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> Alden um, Rick, yeah. No, no, not him. I know, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. You're so upset. <laughs> I'm just saying, when it comes to the people that you, well, I guess Josh specifically hates, I just feel like we need to recognize that 100% of them don't like comic book movies, and he's like, oh, it's not because of that. It's like, it's 100% because of that. <laughs> and David Ehrlich does like comic book movies sometimes. But what were you saying? He liked the one, like that same one you did. He liked Endgame and Spider-Man, I think. And liked him a lot. So, go away. Oh, Jesus Christ, listen to this. Okay. Cementing his status as Hollywood's go-to sympathetic, or go-to for sympathetic bigots, Rockwell plays the leader of JoJo's troops, Captain Klesendorf. He's followed around by his loyal subordinate. <laughs> 
A twink named Finkel, played by <laughs> Game of Thrones star Alfie Allen. Wait, Clether, what are you... Klesendorf and Finkel also share a charged face-to-face, will-they-won't-they moment. Wait, no, we're talking about... No, we're talking about different people right now. I'm talking about the little... His little... Uh, JoJo's oh, no, little I'm friend. Talking I'm talking about Yorkie. I'm not no. talking about Alfie Allen. I don't, or what That's I, who I'm talking about. Oh, fuck that guy. I'm not talking about him. I don't care about him. I don't even remember him. I'm talking about Archie Yates. That's Yorkie. Yorkie is no, my king. I'm talking king. about the, the gay shit right now. Oh, okay. I thought you were... Okay. So I thought earlier we were talking about if if JoJo and Yorkie were gay. No. Not if oh, Pleasantdorf no. No, and the friends. other guy. Oh, okay. They're just friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you see... Now, now you see what I'm saying? Okay, I can... I think I can see him a little bit better. I guess, but again, you I understand don't... that now. Sure, that they're gay. Sure, so maybe he would fully be a, like maybe he's not a Nazi. Maybe he is just. Can you be both though? No. Why not? Because they kill gay people. Yeah, but what? But what? What if they're gay? They hide it to survive. Hmm. I don't know. Sounds fake, Cody. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what your indie wire boys say. I don't know. It's there. It's in there. I just I love how the theme of this year has turned into me not being able to recognize gay storylines. But whatever. I mean, it's just two movies in two months. I mean, it's not really that much of a theme. What are they? You know what they say? Once is a coincidence. Is a once is an what is it? Once is an example. Twice is a coincidence. Three is a trend. So we're almost to it being a trend. Let's see if there's any other. No, we we can't know. We have to find out. Like, was Lighthouse gay? Yeah. Oh. Okay, I guess we got a trend going on. Wait, no, you know what? Actually, um, where did it go? That article I was reading asks is talking about both of those movies. Oh. Nice. A lot of farting in the in the lighthouse. Don't remember that scene where they almost kiss? No, I think I do. Yeah, but I don't think that's them actually being like gay for each other. I gotta say, I'm I'm honestly kind of shocked at how much love the lighthouse has been getting. Like whenever I see it on the feed, it's always like four and a half, five stars. I was like, wow, really? Thought it was good, but like, wow, four and a half, five stars for that? Yikes! It's a lot. A lot of my movies are four stars. Why do you hate film? I don't know. Quarantine only got three. I don't know what that what, what that is. Watch it. It's a really great movie. Yeah. Funny? On a scale of 1 to 10, how funny would you say this is? Did you laugh a lot? Did your theater laugh a lot? <laughs> my theater was only me and my girlfriend. Oh. So, yeah, we laughed a pretty good amount. Okay. I would give it about, as far as funny goes, probably a 7 out of 10. I would go 8. funny. I would go 8. It was inconsistently funny. Hmm. A lot because of... it, it had a lot of drama in it, though. That's that's why. It's true. It's true. Do you have? Did you have a favorite uh, bit or two? High High Hitler, we obviously established, was a very funny, drawn out kind of joke. Yeah, I liked that one. Stephen um, Merchant just the in running general. gag about uh, <laughs> all the different powers, the superpowers Jews have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, um. JoJo's like the robot or whatever, whatever in the being was. I thought pretty. Yeah, funny. that was that's pretty good. <laughs> just 
the little boy, Porky, whatever his name was. Y- Yorkie. Yorkie, Not... Porky, Yorkie, whatever. Yorkie. My he son, made me son. laugh every time he was on screen. My son Yorkie. Yeah, when he shoots off the uh, the bazooka. The Panzer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just like blows up this bu- this random building. Oh my gosh. There's so like there was this honestly the scene that got the most um like awes I guess from theaters like like towards the end after Yorkie had been out in the war and Jojo was at home and they were like reunited after a while and he just runs up to yeah, Jojo and hug. hugs him like it was like oh like all over the place it was insane <laughs> no that reminded me one of my favorite jokes of his was his paper uniform his paper uniform he had a paper uniform I don't remember that. Yeah, he was a robot because they ran out. They were running out of no. Um, Yorkie did Porky, whatever. Yorkie, Yorkie, like the dog. Yeah. Bad Yorkie dogs, had a paper after he joined the army. They gave him a paper uh, uniform. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I guess I must have forgotten that scene. Sad. Um. But uh, another uh, also a good last I guess moment scene I guess so to speak when they go out into the square and they just start dancing randomly. I thought it was very, you know, quirky, I suppose, in a good way. Very Taika. Um, and yeah, overall, uh, I just thought this movie was well handled, save for a couple, like you said, sort of weird sympathetic turns. Uh, I got everything I wanted from it. I thought it was really funny. It was well acted, well written, um, just a well told story. And. Uh, as for the purpose it serves, I know I don't know I don't I don't think there's many people who are gonna see this that aren't on the side of Nazis are bad. Nazi bad. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know how much good a movie like this does. I think people, you know, you kind of a lot of these kind of movies are sort of preaching to the choir. But then again, does does some racist jerk off living in the middle of nowhere in Missouri does is he watching movies? these days you know not, not watching these movies I like does he have, is he flicking through his apple whatever or playstation view and like or playstation store and being like oh i'm gonna rent this 2019 movie starring a kid about nazis like i don't think that happens so i don't know i've i've become sort of cynical as to the idea that a movie can change somebody's mind but i guess this one could maybe <laughs> maybe, so maybe, maybe this one has a good shot i don't know i don't know Cynical. 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 I just think if you want to, if you don't want to partake in, if you want to be ignorant, I don't think this movie's gonna really flip you around. I think it's people that are gonna do it, uh-huh. not so much this kind of art. But I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I've. When was the last time your mind was changed by a movie? And you saw something I don't know differently. If my mind's changed by a movie. Exactly. It doesn't happen. But then again, I, you know, they're preaching in the choir, like I said. I believe a lot of the same things these people do. Except superheroes. No. Superheroes bad. Sometimes. Uh, any final thoughts on Jojo the Rabbit? Good movie. Funny. Cute? Yes. Problematic? No. It's only problematic if you're looking for a problem. Hmm. You're choosing to make it problematic. Interesting. That's the T, sis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
not as bad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, want to give it? Uh, let's give it a grade. I'll go. I'll drop it an eight out of ten. Seven and a half. You hate cinema. I do. You're a hater of cinema. Where does this rank in Taika for you? Do you like it more than Hunt for the Wilder People? No, I like it more than Thor. It's pretty much on par with Thor. It's above Boy, though. Boy. Oh, the other Kiwi movie? Uh-huh. What about the what we do in the shadows? Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, me too. Thor. Ah, yeah, no, it is. It is. I think that's got a... It's much funnier. Stu. God, I love Stu. Stu's still my <laughs> fucking favorite. Love, love, love Stu. <laughs> Stu's just the guy, right? Though. Yeah, he's just like he's just their friend Stu. <laughs> he's just a totally normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do love him. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of you and Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I don't. I don't know yeah, how you fair. don't. I don't know how you don't see the compare the similarities between you and Ryan Johnson. We don't look like each other. Your your essence though it's the essence. Like if you were to, if you're an actor, I and there was a movie being made about Ryan Johnson, I would cast you so quickly. Uh, I would take the role. Then I would r- replace you with Jennifer Lawrence. That would subvert my expectations. And then I would replace her with Scarlett Johansson because Scarlett Johansson can play anybody she damn well likes. Uh oh, even Harriet Tubman. <laughs> no, that was that was Julia Roberts. <laughs> No. Did you see on Twitter, everyone was like, when they saw that story, they were like, why is everyone trying to cast Julia Roberts when Scarlett Johansson is perfectly good? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what about this movie's Oscar chances? We actually really haven't talked about that yet. But I think Best Adapted is probably in the cards. Sure. Best Picture, I would say, is likely. Nah. Nomination, at least. Maybe, yeah, you know what, yeah, I could see it because it's just, it's Oscar bait. Yeah, and it won the People's Choice Award at Toronto. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, Green Book won it last year, so. And Green Book won oh, cool. to win the whole thing. And I also, I also kind of see a universe where this wins Best Picture. I really could. I don't, I don't think I would be too angry about it either. I really don't. I have no idea what's going to win Best Picture this year. It's going to be a fun year. There's a lot of cool shit going on. Can't wait. Um, anything besides those two categories that has caught your eye? No. No? Okay. Moving on, then. Watching and listening to. I'm not sure. I know Josh has seen it. I'm not sure if we're going to talk much about it at length in the future. Length in the future. But Ford v. Ferrari is a solid movie. It's got a weird script at times uh it doesn't handle a couple of characters well at all but thankfully they're kind of off the periphery because front and center is matt damon and christian bale and james mangle's direction and those are both spectacular so uh overall like the movie quite a bit um very good dad movie like uh like we'd said i just the it's the kind of based on true story movie that's that is sort of hampered and limited by history, I think. Um, because if if things didn't didn't go this way, then I don't know why they changed them. Because the way that certain things, uh, character motivation related, I guess, are dealt with is stupid and bad. <laughs> and don't make any sense in the movie. 
Uh, I, I, there are two spots in particular that the movie just sort of keeps repeating itself and not giving itself a reason to that just kind of took away from the experience when it came to the characters. But like I said, those two in the leads and then Mangold's direction uh, certainly made the experience, uh, made this movie definitely worth worth watching. Unfortunately, not going to be anywhere near my top 10, which is a bummer because I thought it could. Uh, so that is is what it is there. Um, I also, the other day, went to see Marriage Story, Cody. What's that? Is a Noah Baumbach directed Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's the one with Scarlett Johansson and um and boy, right? Yeah, yeah, Adam Driver. Uh, he is currently my my pick for best actor. Is that worth seeing in theaters? I mean, I hate to. I don't mean to sound like a dick. I really don't. But I don't think that's going to be an option for you. But if you, then yeah, I think so. I think interesting. It's a, but I think I'd also is I it... live near a town, Mason. Fuck you. Pittsburgh Theater Nine. Really? They're showing it? Yeah, on Friday. Wow, that's cool. I didn't think so. That's honestly very encouraging. It's a good thing. Uh Cinemapolis is showing Irishman, so I don't know, whatever. Um, well, I could drive to Pittsburgh, which is much closer. But Irishman is a much better movie. And it would make me much happier if you would see it. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Especially since the type of people that are going to be there for that day. Ugh, it's going to be so busy and bad. As, how about if I buy your ticket, will you go see it? If I no. buy yours and Sonya's ticket? No. If I give, if I chip in money for gas? No. Nope. Snacks? Mm-mm. What if I get a personal invitation to see it from Martin Scorsese? <laughs> sure. Fuck. Okay, I can't deliver on that one, but I can do the other ones. No. It's not worth it. Unless you hire somebody to drive me down to Ithaca and back. Oh, God, I can't do that. I don't have money. I'm, I do. Well, I do. I'm, I'm sorry. I, don't, that's, I just don't want... What about, what about if you do it out of the goodness of your heart and knowing that would mean a lot to me if you saw it in the theater? No. What about if I, what about if I ask you really nicely? Please. You try. Please, Cody. No. Enjoy... <laughs> you don't know how much you can hurt me but anyways marriage story is absolutely fantastic i might actually i'm actually liking it a lot more now uh the further i get from it which is always a good sign i kind of want to check it out again when it's on netflix probably not again in the theaters um but um uh, you never know um it also it's a movie that plays and you'll understand this uh if slash when you see it but it plays really well in new york because there's a lot of new york humor in this that is very specific to if you live in the city as a, and know people who either from or go to la a lot i don't know it's just it made it made me laugh and uh i just don't think it play in pittsford but uh Interesting. overall it's a really good movie it's actually very funny the first five minutes actually are kind of my some of my favorite of the year i just love how that opening scene those opening two scenes were written and and shot and put together and all that. Performances are great, especially from Driver. He, she gets a monologue towards the beginning of the movie, and then he, a one-take monologue just of her talking, and then he gets a one-take song that he sings. <laughs> and first of all, he's actually a pretty good singer. And second of all, it is... An incredible scene. Just it, it literally no cuts for just like four and a half minutes almost. It's just on him going singing and going back and forth between this table and it's just it's so it's 
just so fantastic. And Driver is really one of the best actors in the world, uh, maybe of all time, I think. He's just so versatile. This year alone, like, he's got Star Wars, he's got this, and then he's got The Report all coming out, you know, roughly in the same time frame. And it's just, you sort of, he's the kind of guy who you know a movie a movie's worth seeing if he's in it. It's like, oh, you know, I might not saw in the director or the actor. Oh, but Adam Driver's in it. Okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. I'm more likely to give it a shot as opposed to if it were Channing Tatum or something like that. He's just so, so talented. Uh, I really can't recommend Marriage Story enough. I like it a lot. It'll probably sneak its way onto my list if uh, things go, uh, continue as they are. And um, and then I guess since we may or may not talk before the holiday, uh, I'll give a preemptive listening to Coldplay, Everyday Life. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, they've released a couple more songs that I'm not going to listen to before it comes out, uh, but I've liked what I've heard so far, and I'm interested in watching their uh, their performance. Have you seen Have you seen that? No, you're talking about the one that they're doing live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing Sunset at Sunset, and then Sun. Yeah, or Sunrise like, and in, Sunset in like Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Which is... Arabesque is a very Middle Eastern kind of influenced song. So it makes sense for them to be there. Everyday life isn't, but I don't know. Orphans isn't either. Yeah, that's not at all. But um, yeah, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that they uh, come to the city to perform. Maybe I don't. If think they gonna... come to the city, I will. Really? <laughs> I will be there. Really? Uh-huh. Is that a promise? Yeah. Okay. Wait. We. Well, can... Sure. Yeah. We'll spoon. Can I be Big Spoon? Yeah. Cool. Well, good deal. What about you watching? Oh, um, what am I? I finished a book today. Oh, nice. Which Harry Potter are you on? It was called The Dead Zone by Stephen King. <gasps> and then I watched a movie. What? Called The Dead Zone. Wait, what? Today. Is that allowed? Yeah, it's bad, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it came out in 1983, and stars Christopher Walken. Wait, 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 as the main wait, 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 Back up, back up for just a second here. Okay. How is it? How could it come out in the 80s and be bad? I don't know. It's pretty weird, though. Everything in the 80s was good. Cody, I don't understand. Martin Sheen was in it. What? Yeah, President Bartlett. Uh, one, you know, he plays a uh, politician from New Hampshire. What? And <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding either. That's insane. And he is trying to, he's vying to become president of the United States. Wait, what? But the main character has psychic visions and sees that if he becomes the president, he's going to destroy the world with nukes. Oh, and not get shot and then yell at God? So then he kills them. Oh, rip. Or tries to kill them. I won't tell you what happens in case you ever try to watch it, but... It's really funny, especially oh. if you draw the parallel between this movie and The West Wing. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, but no, it wasn't very good. Book was uh, really good. Um, it's a bummer. Coldplay, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, playing the new Star Wars game. Hmm. Weird. Phenomenal. Weird that that's not Madden, but okay. You should buy that. No? It's not even like... You like to play the Batman games because... Of gameplay, right? Mm, yeah. 
the Star Wars one is just as good. Okay, but let me let me ask you this. This will determine if I ever play it. it you use a lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm. Is it like an actual lightsaber, or is it like a wiffle ball bat that isn't that doesn't function like a real lightsaber? It's like an actual lightsaber. So, like, you hit somebody and they die immediately. Most people. Hmm. So let me guess. They have some enemies that have lightsaber resistant armor. Yeah. Ugh. You can't make a good Star Wars game. You really can't. Yes, you can. No, because lightsabers yeah, you are can. too strong. They've too made powerful. them. They made it. It's called Jedi Outcast in Jedi Academy. No. Those are the best Star Wars games ever made. I prefer... Don't at me. I prefer Lego Star Wars. Fuck you. Why? Not nearly as good. You have no idea. Give me a Harry Potter game. That'll work. Nope. Yep. I want that RPG now. Or whatever whatever it is. It's gonna suck. You're gonna suck. Mm -mm. Well... That will just about do it for us today on this podcast here today. <sighs> Next week. Who knows? We will see before the holiday. Things happen. Things get crazy. Nothing. I guess we might chat Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, possibly. Depending on how I was going to like say, it. why wouldn't we talk about that? I'm very excited for that movie. Okay, great. I'm good. glad to hear that. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. But coming soon to a podcast feed near you is a full discussion, I hope, if Josh isn't a little bitch of The Irishman. And I'm so excited to see what you guys think of it and talk about it with you. So until that day comes, you can follow us. Add on School Reflex on Twitter, send us an email, reflexpodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, and then listen to Coldplay's Everyday Life, streaming on Friday, November 22nd. But don't listen to the song, Everyday Life. It's not very good. It's a good song. It's a fine song. Then, yeah. Everyone hurts, everyone cries, Cody. Everyone tells, <laughs> everyone tells all kinds of lies. Everyday Life. Good song. But I just, I, I want to know where I can go. Where I can go, where I can get drunk with my friends. Oh. Isn't that what the line is? I think it's I want to know. I think it's when I can go. When I can oh. go back and get drunk with my friends. Either way. I want to know when I can go back and meet yeah, home song, again. song is so good. It, it does <laughs> slap. The When he gets to the I guess we'll be raised on our own song, or part of the song, I just love it really blows up gets huge but yes uh until next time cody take it easy my friend goodbye bye Drive them away.